Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And we are continuing on our divination journey here at The Witch Next Door. We're going to we're gonna divine. No, we're not. We're actually just going to tell you about it. That's so funny because I almost, I almost incorporated the actual practice in this podcast, but I was like, ah, you know what? I don't know if it's going to translate just on a podcast if it was like, I don't know. Visual? Visual than yeah. maybe, but. I mean, we could, a lot of people record their podcast. Hey guys, do you want us to record our podcast in video? Let us know. Yeah. Um, that maybe, would, in I fact. Could... I'll put a little like question thing in the, at whatever. I know I can do that. I don't know where it shows up. I don't listen to our podcast. I just record it. <laughs> I'm just going to own that. I check it to make sure there's sound. And then I'm like, cool, we're good. Um, but I know there's a way for me to put a question in this. And so I will put a question in this uh, podcast and you can respond. I think it's probably in the show notes. Do you want yeah, a video? Let's... Yeah, I think so. I I hear people, some people are really like want to have the visual with the auditory. Like they want to see and be a part of it. Right. And um, me, I'm like, I'm doing 50 things if I'm listening to a podcast and one of them is not looking at a screen. So yes. I love having something I can just listen to and then go like on my walk or meal prep or clean or my kitchen. exercise yeah, or exactly. do the dishes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I do that with stuff that is video where I'm like, do I actually need to look at this or can I just, I'm just going to listen. We're good. (laughs) Yeah. But for those of you that prefer to have video, let us know. And then we have to figure out if we want to actually get ready enough to be on video. I was like, this might just be, this is going to be it right here. You're going to rock it. Just rock it out. Just as is raw, just raw. Yeah. (laughs) Raw and pure. This is witches in the wild folks. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so, we digress because we're going to talk about divination. What are we talking about today, V? We're talking about passiomancy. <laughs> Did I say it right? I think so. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Also known as tassiography. <laughs> yes. Tassiography. Also, what is tassiology was another Ooh, one tassiology. I read. That sounds like it a does. class you're going to take. It does. I think tassiology so. 101 this semester. Yeah, yes, please. So Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for those who don't know what all of this means, can you tell us what tassiomancy is? Yes. Tassiomancy is the divination of reading tea leaves. Is it only tea leaves or is it also coffee grounds? Okay. This is part of, we're launching right into it. <laughs> oh, shall, shall we save? Would you like to table that question so that I don't make you talk out of order? Yeah, we'll table that. Right, bring that back around All right, I will I will rounds. I'll put I'll put that in my pocket and save it for later <laughs> so I, I'm going to start by um noting where I got some of this information um medium.com has a whole article it's called who were the first people to read tea leaves <laughs> <laughs> 
and it was written by someone called the renaissance writer that was their pen name and um it's a really very informative article most of my uh information i cross-referenced with another um website called sipsby.com s-i-p-s-b-y.com sipsby.com could be massacring how you say that s-i-p-s-b-y yeah like sips like you're taking a sip of tea and then bye and then you're spitting it out yeah bye (laughs) see you later (laughs) hate to sip and go but I, I like to like kind of like cross-reference at least another oh, yeah. um, maybe one or two just to like oh what it okay that then so both of these people are saying that and then I also looked at their references and I'm like oh that's kind of neat like one of the references of the references that I'm doing is a really cool website called tmuse.com um and okay. that it, it actually is a really cool tea website um so, Tassiomancy. So, Tassio is French for cup, or Tassie, excuse me, Tassie is French for cup. Mancy is a Greek um, word for divination. Oh. So, hence we get divining from a cup. Kind of like how cardomancy is with cards. Card divination. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Card divination. So, when I'm look, I was looking into the origins, like where did this first start? Well, there's a controversy as whether it started in ancient China. Some people say it started in ancient China, but like there's no. <laughs> Do they say it like that? They say it's, it like that. It started in ancient China. China. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, must start in ancient China. Um, right well tea is a tea is a big part of their culture tea is a big part of their culture yeah so um both of these articles were like well there's nothing that we have read that says or they have found anything that they actually use tea leaves for divination okay um but you know they say that the you know the chinese culture has been drinking tea for I said, they say, oh, the tea drinking began two millennium BC in China, like a long time ago. So Mm -hmm. it's an ancient culture that tea is like a huge foundation of their culture. Uh, It's part of their culture. So maybe there was a guesswork in there that they maybe at some point they did use tea for divination. But hmm. so maybe... If anybody wants to look into that, maybe, but there's no, <laughs> you couldn't find anything in these articles. I couldn't find that. anything. Yeah. That was a foundation that said that that was part of it. Okay. But they are thinking that Emily, you can say your question now. <laughs> oh, so Veronica is Tassio Mancy just reading tea leaves or is it also reading coffee grounds or other beverages? Thank you for asking that, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're so sly. (laughs) So uh, apparently they're thinking that actually coffee, coffee was read first. Coffee Ah. and and wine sediment. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. At the bottom of the glass. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, So the foundation of this really they're saying is here you are 
you're hanging out with a friend, you're in a social atmosphere and you have a cup of tea. So how this all got started, the supposition is that here you are hanging out, you're having a cup of tea and you're talking about life. Uh-huh. So you're sipping tea and you're talking about life and you're looking into your teacup and huh, I wonder, uh-huh. and you look in there. So like the foundation of like, here we are sitting, talking about life and tea is part of this. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea is that's happening. And then we look in the teacup and some, we see something. We see something. So kind of the history of all of this, you know, we be the, the loose leaf tea is what it's used. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the modern day tea leaf reading, they say started in the 17th century. Okay. And that's not that long ago. It's not that long ago. It became very popular in the 1800s. Big surprise. That's what a yeah. lot of divination and, and the spiritualist movement was happening. And, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's when the Victorian era, era when all of a sudden, like the occult is yes. like in everyone's parlor room. And it yes. is like part of entertainment. Mm-hmm. It is socially acceptable at this point. <laughs> totally. But before that, um, loose leaf tea actually was pretty much only for the upper class. Uh-huh. So until the loose leaf tea be- began to be available for the working class, um, rituals didn't begin until then. So until it was a- actually affordable <laughs> right. for, for everyone to drink, then it was okay now more things were happening and and they do say this is what i read in a couple of both articles is that the maybe i'm saying this right or wrong romani is that right the romani people um so they were nomadic peoples that you know kind of roamed between the cross they roamed from Asia and Europe. So, you know, they're nomadic people and they practice the occult. And one of the practices that they would um, have for hire, for sale, was tassiomancy. So it was reading tea leaves. And is this one of the pieces of information that you cross-referenced? Yes. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So both articles said that um, the Romani people are known for offering this. And in the 1800s, they, this is when it like really started going and when they would even go from, they would go door to door and offer their services. Yes. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. Like, like, I wonder how people received them, you know, going from door to door. Like, Like, let me tell you about your life. You know, let me tell you about, (laughs) let me tell you about your life real quick. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So I want to talk for a minute about the role of um, women with tea Mm -hmm. and, and tassiomancy, the reading of the tea leaves. So in the Victorian era, you know, the women were usually running the house and 
and this was a time when we were just saying that that um having you know people over in your parlor and you know having you know a seance or something might be like just like an event you might have that would enhance your gathering um so the hostess would or can or would might offer uh, a tea leaf reading for uh-huh. the the ladies that would come so it was a very like kind of a social event uh-huh um that women would take pl- like as a way of connecting with each other and talking about their lives and like you think about um like getting together over coffee or tea you know like this was it's kind of neat I think about it like I'm like oh this is so cool for for me I'm like it's divination you know they're they're practicing divination for them it was socially acceptable and fashionable like right it was like the thing that you did yeah this was fashionable and socially acceptable and there this was like one of the articles I love with a quotation I'm putting a quotation for them was magic without stigma Uh (laughs) aha so it wouldn't be like oh what is she doing you know it wasn't that kind of like oh she's like consorting with the devil over there right it was like oh it's a fun little parlor trick you know uh-huh. <laughs> interesting kind of yeah this is pretty interesting um yeah oh the another thing that i read in both articles was as we're talking about women and the role of this divination is that they say that um once this really took hold that um this as an art form reading tea leaves as an art form would be passed from women from generation to generation so the uh-huh. mother would pass it to the daughter oh my god like an outlander like an outlander for those of you who are outlander geeks like we are you know what we're talking about yes yes exactly. yes you know you know about how claire heard about her future in in yeah, in the reverend the daughter house. of the daughter yes, yes. in the reverend's house <laughs> by the housekeeper yes yeah so I could use that as another reference <laughs> Outlander okay <laughs> yes absolutely that is thank a you solid, write that down Emily solid reference all right <laughs> so I, I'll maybe go into a little bit like oh what what do you do when you read tea leaves and then Emily maybe you could share a little bit about because I know you have some I have I, I want to preface this with I have zero experience and the reason why I picked this topic was because I wanted to learn about it uh-huh because I'm intrigued by it I've never done it ever so even going, when you were like studying this, you weren't like, oh, I, I'm going to give this a little whirl before we do our podcast so I can like talk about it. No, you know what the funny thing is, is I'm, I have to have the perfect question. I'm thinking of the perfect. Oh my God. Yes. I know it's horrible. I you mean, know, it's, it's like, how many times have I done tarot? It's like, I, you could just like pop out a question. You don't need it. But I was like, then I have to brew the tea, the lee. Like I have to do the brewing. Like I want to make a whole ritual out of it. I'm going to like, think about it when I'm boiling the water, when I pour the water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to make a ritual about it and I'm going to, I'm going to let y'all know about it. Okay? Oh, good. Okay. I was going to say, well, <laughs> do let us know after the fact, because I'm very yes. curious about, you know, how this plays out for you. 
Yeah. So what I, now that I know, I mean, okay. So there, I'm sure there's many different ways of doing this. I'm sure. I'm sure. Just like there's many different ways of, you know, reading a deck and this is in this article, this is what they, how they said, this is how you might do it. Okay. So first, first you need loose leaf tea. So it has to be loose leaf. Right. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so typically it's black, but I'm sure you could use any. Um, suggesting of a light colored cup. Uh -huh. So you can actually see the see leaves it. better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can see it. Um, think of a question. Then you want to leave one, <laughs> you want to leave one to two inches at the bottom of the cup. Of, of water? Of water. Yeah. Oh, okay. The bottom of the cup. Just a little bit of water with the, okay. okay this isn't a video podcast. Sorry, everybody. I've got my, <laughs> I've got my, I've got my fingers. Like this is how much of one to two inches is. Okay. Um, then this is saying you flip the cup upside down onto a saucer. And make a big old mess. Where does yeah. all the liquid go? Yeah, yeah. This is this is what they're saying. Okay. And then with that, what you see in the saucer, you you read, you read it. Does it say so how you, to read it? It says first you have to start from the outside. Oh, okay? and work your way in. And you work your way in. So what you see on the outside, which could be shapes pattern like patterns of shapes mm -hmm. um it's a lot like when we discuss crying mm -hmm. well that's, that's essentially much, what it is that's what it is yeah. <laughs> it's really what it is it's like you're just like looking at something else and you're kind of interpreting what you see right so there's th this article this is the sips b article they were saying that on the outside um is what happens first uh-huh so what's going to happen first and then as you start to read into the center is what's a uh, more distant future. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this while you were doing your research, Veronica, and I feel like I'm having deja vu. So I don't know if we talked about this on a podcast or if you and I just like had a little chat about this at some point. Um, but they make cups now, they being, you know, capitalist america somebody makes cups now <laughs> it that, could be a small weight oh my god small you're totally right i that, sorry that was rude. operated by amazing women <laughs> yes it could be and you know what you are totally right and i could be totally wrong um and there's probably both there's probably the mass produced yes, ones and i'm guessing that there's people who probably make these but they make cups that actually have in the inside, like if your tea leaves are here, this means this. If they're over here, it means this. If they land in this part of the cup, this, this, you know. So you, in these, in this instance, you don't use a saucer, you use the cup. Um, you just keep it in the cup. I've seen that done right. as well. Yeah. yeah. And then you look at what, um, what the pattern is and you can use this, these cups to interpret. So if you looked up like uh, tea leaf reading cups, you would totally get tea leaf reading cup options uh out there if you wanted a guide uh and then I've I actually took a class so um Jen Sankey of Stardust Wanderer Tarot uh who's awesome and does all kinds of cool cool witchy things she taught 
I think I'm, this is what I think I might've said on a different podcast. Yes. Yes. But for one of my conferences that I hosted, she came and taught Tassiomancy and she talked about, you know, the different ways of doing it. She did like a whole demonstration. She talked about how you could use a, you know, just a cup that you had, um, or you could get one of these fancy cups. Um, And I believe one of the things she mentioned was using like a rounded cup. So like a quote unquote teacup versus using like a mug that you could use like a mug, but it's using a cup with the rounded sides uh, is gives you more, I think, options really, right? Because you have all this domedness to work with. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it, it's pretty cool. And, uh, and I actually know someone whose grandmother used to read coffee grounds, which is why I asked that question. Uh, I'm trying to remember where they were from. I think they were Persian and read coffee grounds. Um, <clears throat> so I think I, I would be curious to see how far reaching this practice is in the world. And when you were talking about, uh, the Romani people, I was thinking, you know, as people travel, mm-hmm. as is always the case, you take different traditions with you to different places. And sometimes they pick up some steam and then sometimes they get changed and, you know, whatever it might be. But I would be really curious if they really could pin down where this began, to look at like how it spread and where it spread and the different ways that people are using it. Cause you had talked about coffee grounds and wine sediment, um, which both, you know, make perfect sense because they leave behind traces, um, especially the way I make coffee. There's all kinds of traces, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even brew it in like a, you know, bottom of my cup or uh, a French press. I just, suck at making coffee. So, uh, (laughs) there's always stuff in the bottom of my cup, but anyway, I digress. Uh, I just think it would be interesting to see if there were any other types of, you know, plant matter or, um, leaves. I was even thinking about like, like tobacco, um, Mm -hmm. not that you drink tobacco, but like, you know, what would happen if you smoked tobacco and tapped out the pipe and then looked at the pattern of that like how has this sort of concept been translated mm-hmm. into different realms yeah and what uh, you know I when I first began talking about it and was talking about sitting and having a cup of tea and having a social interaction I I feel like that's I mean hence where it was born as you mm-hmm. sit and you talk about your life and you sit and you talk around coffee and you sit and you talk and you have a drink of wine, you sit and you talk and have a cup of tea, like you sit and you have, you know, so if you like, I feel like the social piece, like how that may have gotten depending on where you are and what part of the world and what beverage is available to you, you know, in the U S coffee is probably I'm guessing we drink it more than we drink tea. There's more coffee drinkers than there are tea drinkers. Whereas like you look at Europe and you're like, oh yeah, they probably drink tea more, you know? I don't know about Europe, but I know in, in England. England, definitely the tea, <laughs> probably tea more than coffee. I mean, maybe that's different now, but I mean, that's kind of our, our guess, you know, right? Um, that maybe then, oh, that's when you did, you'd be drinking it, you know, whereas mm-hmm. like, and, you know, as we were talking about the tea being available for the upper class, like, oh, okay, this, when it starts, you're like, ooh, the, the, you know, the rich people drink the tea, the tea and 
we get the coffee or you know what I'm saying or we don't get anything or we drink chicory or whatever the substitute is you know um but then the tea becomes available and then that's like oh yeah that's gonna start spreading around because it's now the rich people who have now we're drinking it too you know right yeah yeah that's uh super interesting and I'm actually going to talk a little bit about that when we do our tarot episode um about this idea of the wealthy starting something yeah because you know when you got money yeah and just this idea that like if if you're rich that's better you know what I'm saying which was strange because they that actually used to be the concept for bread was the rich people had the white bread like only rich people ate white bread oh really yep what a flip-flop nowadays it's like Uh oh it's really not good for you you know like, like we know that it's better for you to have wheat bread, you know, right. but like back in the day, it was like only the rich people have the white bread. So like, that was the good bread. Like, <laughs> Did you learn that as a baker? Yeah. Yes. Just uh-huh. being a baker over many years and looking at the history of bread and consumption of bread and um, yeah. And the classes, you know, uh-huh. and how, you know, you just look at, Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> next week on The Witch Next Door, we'll talk about bread divination. Yeah. Just exactly. kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, and so, you know, we have the Tassiomancy. And then in the year 1903, something's kind of slowed slash stopped. And the, the reading of tea leaves. And that is da, 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 the invention of the tea bag. <laughs> oh really in 1903 1903 the tea bag was invented okay. and so it was more you know you're gonna want the, it's it's a convenience yes you use the tea bag you know I love me a good tea bag I mean I'm not kidding like I buy loose leaf yeah. teas because there's certain ones I really really love that only yeah. come loose leaf but I completely prefer a tea bag yeah convenience convenience I mean yeah yeah, I but it's herbs it, but you, if you open the tea bag, you could even see that the tea is different inside the tea bag than loose leaf tea. Well, so it's smaller, yes, right? It's I mean, smaller it's, and it's more finely ground. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. It's like yeah. it's more like dust. Yeah. So you could yeah. still you could still open the tea bag, and it's gonna look different though, and you're gonna have totally. less shapes and openings because you know, depending. I say openings because I love. The kind of tea that I get is the jasmine pearls. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's my favorite, and you, you can't. look super sheepish as you're saying that. I'm just like, because it's expensive. It's it is the kind of tea that I am like, oh, it's really expensive. It's really special. Is like my jasmine pearls. I don't drink them often, but when I do, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So okay, I'm gonna use jasmine pearls for my taffyomancy project. Oh, you just <laughs> you just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember reading something about how uh, other things, you know, we talk about looking for shapes. It was like looking for shapes of animals, looking for where they were relating, you know, in in the their formation, where they were in relationship to other things and how, how do you translate that? And yeah. So it yes. sounds like there's a lot you can do with Tassiomancy as far as interpretation. Um, yeah, that interpretation is definitely like at the time I did read in one of these articles, I don't know where I wrote it, but um, that um, at the time there was actually a guide, like when it went big uh-huh. in the Victorian era, 
there's actually a guide like ain't like this pattern equals angels this oh. equals that like just like you could get it in a tarot card you know right. in a book and it says this or like in a dream when you do dream interpretation uh -huh. you dream of this and that equals this you know so kind of like you know the beginner's guide like if you right. don't know what and you're just like oh this is what I see so exciting <laughs> right and yeah. if anybody anyone listening to this has ever worked with me around tarot I'm like throw your guidebook away Let's yeah. just use your intuition. I kind of feel like that about all divination. That's my personal bias. Um, I mean, there is stuff to learn from the guidebooks. Don't get me wrong. But I do think when you listen to your intuition, you get something that's a little more honed for what you're actually looking for. Like the answer that you're seeking is I more think, I, honed yeah, to you. I, I think it's, I feel like it's really helpful to like start with listening to your inner voice. And then if you're like, I could use a little extra. Yeah. you know, or like I'm stumped than to yeah. open the book. Cause a lot of times I'll open the book and I'll be like, yes, that's it. And I'll like write down a phrase and like, that's the point. Like, um, it like, just like maybe you can really just like drive home what it means, mm -hmm. but I don't know if like, I don't know how helpful that would be in Tassiomancy, like in really just like looking at the tea leaves and like, Oh, well this shape is a raven so the book says it equals death I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't want that you know what I'm saying right. that's in the center resonate. of my cup so it's a really yeah. long way away exactly <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want that just like generic term you know because like uh, they say oh this equals death and it's like okay well maybe but maybe not <laughs> right yeah yeah interesting well, thanks, Veronica. This is pretty, um, pretty yeah. fascinating stuff. And it feels like something I imagine there's books written on it. So if you're somebody out there listening, who's like, yes. I really want to know more, or maybe you know more, uh, and you want to go even deeper, I bet you could find yourself a good book. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's nice. interesting of all the divination. I mean, maybe this is why I chose this topic was, um, it sounds, I could see how it became like a, like a parlor kind of, uh -huh. not like a trick, but almost like a parlor game. Sure. Um, because it sounds fun that like you're drinking this cup of tea and then you're like, Ooh, like almost like you're looking at the clouds in the sky. Like it doesn't feel so serious to me. I and mean, I guess it could be, but well. I mean, I was just, I think about divination. I was thinking about this the other day about how divination is very much, um, something that we do, like we, we always want to know the future. Like, do you remember making fortune tellers, cootie catchers? I think we used to call yep. them fortune oh, yeah. tellers in school. Right. Okay. Ooh, if you what, pick a number, pick another number. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then you flip open a tab and you're like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna marry so-and-so or whatever it was, you know, um, or that game mash, right? Yes. Um, ma mansion, apartment, Shack. Shack house house um yep. you know or when you twist the apple the, the top off the apple a b c you know and then whatever letter you land on is the person you're going to marry it's like there's all these different things of like divination that pop into our our culture as children you know that become mm -hmm. these games and so i think it makes sense that you know we're always looking to make sense out of the future the unknown um and it, it can be very playful and, yes. and it makes its way into adulthood, but then it makes its way into adulthood in these more like, 
um, socially appropriate ways, right? You're not going to bust out a cootie catcher in the Victorian times. And I, I mean, I don't <laughs> think you are uh, while you're having tea in your corset. I, I... <laughs> it's a lovely picture. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just thinking of all the things that happen over tea. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I, I love that. I just love that you said playful because that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So I'm hoping that people can have a cup of tea and be playful and see what they see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Is there more? Did we skip anything? No, we're good. Cool. Well, thanks for doing that research, Veronica. And mm -hmm. um, everyone, thank you for listening in. If you're out there listening to us go on and on about divination, I hope that you uh, gathered a little nugget away from today and maybe you're going to go make yourself a cup of tea and ask a question. Um, or like Veronica, come up with the perfect question and then create a <laughs> ritual around it. You know complicated not complicated whichever right. way you like however you want to do it with someone by yourself whatever yeah. if anything goes your practice <laughs> all right well until next time my friends keep it magical keep it magical yeah hey there friends emily here from wise woman witchery if you like what you hear on the witch next door i invite you to support us you can do that by rating, reviewing, liking, following, uh, what else, <laughs> whatever else it is that you do on the platform you like to listen to podcasts on. By doing these things, it actually helps other people find us and in that way helps us spread the magic. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And thanks for being a listener. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.